when you put in the work and you invest in yourself, mm. invest in your business, it will come back 10 times. So um, my mindset now is providing an upscale experience and getting upscale clientele. Right. I serve. Now, I already know what you're thinking. Where can I get the merch? I'm glad you asked. You can find it at toostubborntofail.com. That's toostubborntofail.com. All right. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Two Stubborn to Fail podcast. I'm your host, Darren Perkins, and we got the cake queen in the building today. She is the owner of Top Tier Custom Cakes, Charlene Simpson. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Darren? I'm good. I'm good. So um, when I first made my list, I had you know a handful of people that I just had to get on here, and you definitely made that list. So I appreciate you coming out today. I'm glad I could make it. I know we had to switch some things yeah, around, yeah. but... I'm I'm ready. I'm here today to talk to you. Um, I think you have a very interesting podcast, and I like that you are trying to reach out to some of the local businesses yes. because we don't have enough um, support right. for the small town of Union County, and I think what you're doing is amazing for the Thank small you. businesses in our town. And that's what it's about. I just want to highlight highlight small businesses, like you said, and my main goal is to normalize owning a business like we do with jobs. Um, so that's one of my big, my big reasons for even starting the podcast in the beginning. Um, but, uh, let's jump right into it. So where are you from? I am from Union, South Carolina. Um, I was born and raised in California, but I moved to Union, South Carolina in 2009. Um, I've been living in Union, um, County for about a year and a half now. Um, I lived in Whitmire for eight years, but. Starting my business over, I'd say, and living physically in Union, I'd say about a year and a half. Okay. Okay. So can you kind of describe um, how it was growing up for you? Um, growing up for me, my life was very, um, i say it was very untraditional. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm the middle child of seven children. Wow. <laughs> um, and then being... Um, the middle child, I always felt like I never really had my own identity. I was right. kind of going off of learning from the lessons of my older siblings and trying to set an example for my younger siblings. Right. So I kind of felt like I was always in an awkward position. Um, and just growing up in a household that was not traditional, my dad was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. And my dad was actually the baker in my family. So really? Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of men don't, you know, it's not traditional. People don't think it's traditional for men to bake. But the mm-hmm. dad, my dad is actually the baker of our family. So that is that where you, did he teach you, like, young? Or did you just kind of pick up things as you went? Uh, he's always, we've always baked with him, but more so just sat back and watched. Mm-hmm. He tried to show us things, but I never really... Took a liking to it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of came to me by surprise. Um, in 2015, I was unemployed at the time and my husband was working full time. And um, I just wanted to make my daughter's birthday party special, right. but not anything too extra because I know my husband was taking care of home, right. you know, right. by himself. So my daughter was like, Mom, I want you to make my birthday cake. And I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> Me not knowing the business, right. I thought that I would be saving us some money, right. which is complete opposite of what it actually is. Um, it kind of turned out to be like a learning lesson. I spent more money than I would have spent if I would have went to a grocery store to get a cake or uh, probably the same if I would have went to a bakery, but that's where I found my purpose and my passion for baking. So nice. it, at the end of the day, I'm thankful for it. Okay. I'm thankful for it. So what, what would you say was the determining factor in you becoming an entrepreneur? Okay, well, I've been baking and decorating cakes since 2015, which will make six and a half years now. I have been the type of person that I would maybe have two, three, four jobs out of the year. Mm -hmm. And it would be to the point where I would never be satisfied. Um, I had a hard time taking direction. And I wouldn't say I don't like to listen to anyone, but I'm very opinionated. So. Um, it just got to the point where I was just like, I like what I do more at home mm-hmm. and I feel like when well, I feel more comfortable in my own space, working alone versus having out a set hour, set lunch, I'll be able to be at home and be a mother to my children, right. a wife to my husband and still be able to do what I like and profit. Mm-hmm. So it kind of came full course. Uh, the past year, I left my job in finance. I left back in April, um, and it was kind of, it was scary. You know, we were in the middle of a pandemic, yes. so I was very uncertain. But I kept telling myself, if you can give these people nine hours out of your day, you can dedicate yourself to be here on time, meet their quota, do everything that they ask of you, why can't you do that for yourself? Right. If you can do it for anybody, do it for you. Take a chance on yourself. So I've been self-employed full-time since April mm-hmm. of 2021. And I hope to keep going. Everything's been going great. Um, I'm blessed to have a lot of local support. And I'm also, you know, doing a lot more branching out. I have clients in Columbia, mm-hmm. Charlotte, Winsboro, Chester, Rock Hill area. So God has been blessing me in my business, and it's it has its ups and downs, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Okay, so let's let's describe some of those uh, downs. Like, what, what what are some of the things that people wouldn't wouldn't think of as a problem until you actually got into it? Um, I think it's one of those type of things where it can be several things that go on. You know, mm-hmm. um, being in the business of celebration, there's going to be some times where there are slow months, yes. you know, um, January. Yeah. The only holiday that we have is New Year's. Right. People like to celebrate New Year's by going to church or having drinks, you know. So I have some moments in my business where things are slow mm-hmm. and I need to pick up business or I need to change um my route you know i do custom cakes year round but um for the holidays for the holiday season i do dessert jars um i do you know dessert style cakes like banana pudding strawberry shortcake things like that so as this month comes to an end i have to find a way to market myself to keep the business rolling in because other than birthdays there's no holidays like right now times are stressful because business is booming we just had Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now we have Christmas in two weeks. So I have enough 
you know, enough clientele for this month to keep me going. But next month, it's like, okay, we go back to the drawing board. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Or do we just start taking orders for February? Right. You know, because Valentine's Day. Um, and also just um, the everyday life, you know, you can't satisfy everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping a positive mindset and um, just realizing that when you work for yourself, mm-hmm. you have to use your best judgment. Like my husband, he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives me the harsh truth even when I don't want it. Right. Uh, but I don't have a supervisor or a mm-hmm. boss to say, hey, Charlene, you might want to, you know, try this a little different. Right. So I look to him to help me when I am lost or I don't know, you know, which route to take in certain aspects because I'm so used to doing things my way. Mm-hmm. But when you work for yourself, just always know that you have to learn to listen to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, your customers keep your business going. Yes. And you can never be too good to take advice. So um, just learning that although I do business with the public, mm-hmm. I'm not around them 24-7. Right. So it's usually I I uh, encounter them when they come pick up their product mm-hmm. versus uh, socializing ahead of time. So most of my communication is done via social media, mm-hmm. which also has been like a really big help to me. Um I do, you know, hand out business cards and so forth. And I do want to reach the masses, Mm -hmm. but I've gotten maybe 90% of my clientele via Facebook. So I'm blessed to have that. But also knowing that, hey, sometimes you got to put in the footwork, communicate, you know, I'm very um, soft spoken and I don't really, I don't really do well socially. So um, just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone will take you very far. And I do have times where I mess up, you know. Sometimes I wish I would take on a cake and I, I feel like I doubt myself mm-hmm. too much. And after I after I pass it by, I end up biting myself like, goodness, Charlie. <laughs> you know, you could have done it. Right, right. Um, but, you know, with all the trial and error, I take everything on um, full force. And, you know, every time I every time I try something new, I always make sure that I am confident before I take on anything. because. Um, you're, you know, when you're working in a business like this, your brand is your name. Right. You tarnish your name and, you know, um, being in a small town, it can be very, you know, it can be very destructive to your business. So I always make sure that I um, keep a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. I socialize um, via social media and in person because a lot of people are like, well, you know. You seem so nice as I am. You know, I'm very shy in person. Yeah. Um, I do most of my communication but via social media. Right. But being able to hold a conversation with people in person will take you very far. Yes, customer service, right? Customer service is everything. Mm-hmm. I can tell you one thing. When I first started out, I wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. But being that I was able to provide a great experience, you mm-hmm. know, being kind, being helpful, um, working with people, it's taken me a long way. So I can mm-hmm. say... The people that stuck with me from the beginning are still with me. I'm pretty sure it was based off of experience, the experience (laughs) versus my actual work, because now I feel like I am in a position to where I am confident enough to say I am the cake queen. I know that's right. You know, my product speaks for itself, but in the beginning, it was more so my personality and the fact that I was willing to try. You know, people took a chance on me and I was willing to try. Mm -hmm. Now that I have the confidence to, uh, put forth the product, everything has just come full circle. So I'm very happy that I'm in a place to where I can confidently say, yes, I can do that. Yes, Mm -hmm. I did that. 
And they're not coming back because I'm a nice person. They're right. coming back because I am actually putting out right. excellent products. That's what's up. So what do you have any uh, baking tips for anybody like wanting to try their hand at it for the first time? Not even what you do on the level that you do it now, but just like starter tips for a cake. Um, baking is, it looks easier than it is. It's, mm -hmm. to me, a science. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, learning what works for you, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I used to want to do a little bit of everything. Right. Because I can, but um, finding your niche, mm -hmm. finding what works for you, finding what is easy for you to do. Um, of course, everything is going to be challenging at some point, but finding your thing. Sometimes people get lost in wanting to keep up what everyone else is doing, right. so they feel like they have to like race. You know, well, so and so is doing treats, so I'm going to do cakes and treats. And I feel like um, it took me a while to find out how I wanted to run my business because I was so busy trying to do a little bit of everything. I didn't get to perfect my craft, my mm -hmm. love, which is actually decorating cakes. Right. Like um, I made a cake that looks like a Jordan, you mm -hmm. know, um, that right there is my thing. And I found myself, instead of trying to perfect what I loved, trying to do a little bit of this because right. I've got to keep up, you know, I've got to keep up with what everyone else is doing. And I learned that when I sat back and I just focused on what I loved, mm -hmm. everything else came. It came with time. Mm -hmm. And when I was able to present my work and show that I was able to do everything, everything was at a, at a, I'd say at a top tier level, mm -hmm. if I would put it, uh, put it like that. Everything was top tier versus me having a very, very beautiful cake mm -hmm. and, um, candy apples with can with bubbles you know with um with bubbles on them mm -hmm. um it's just so many different ways you can go about it but my advice to anyone that is baking is to take your time um find out what works for you mm -hmm. and um consistency is key mm -hmm. and practice doesn't make perfect but it makes progress i heard that that's a bar <laughs> that's a bar I kind of felt like you already went over it a little bit, um, but what would you say um, is your favorite part about being an entrepreneur? Having the freedom to pick and choose because I am very family orientated. Mm -hmm. um, pick and choose my own schedule because I do have a lot going on. I have, um, I'm have i a dance mom. I have mm -hmm. two children that dance full time. They dance in Spymerick, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So. Um, being able to be versatile with my time and maneuver my schedule for my family because my family comes first. And also, um, when you are teaching yourself, there's no, it's so rewarding. Right. I think that's my most favorite thing about it. You know, um, just, I amaze myself. I feel like when you, uh, when you step into entrepreneurship, a lot of the times, the things that you are afraid of, once you take that step, mm -hmm. I think I heard, was it the Kevin that spoke on the podcast? Once you just take that step and start trying, mm -hmm. all those obstacles kind of just fall down. That's true. They just go away. Um, you just got to be willing to take that leap and have faith in yourself, believe mm -hmm. in yourself. Um, I, I could have stuck with my job, but I felt like, I felt like I would be doing myself a disservice because I started to get to the point where I felt like I had to choose. Right. 
and um, I'm all for nine to fivers. If I could do both, I would. But my business was becoming too demanding, and I had to choose between them and myself. So I bet on myself. Hey, that's the that's always the way to go. Bet on yourself. Um, but to touch on one of the points that you brought up, I know you said that the kids were actually an inspiration for you, even thinking about starting. Yes. Um, are they <laughs> Are they involved in the business at all? They do. Um, they help me with treats and cakes more so um one of them likes to lick the bowl <laughs> but um my youngest she does like to get hands-on and decorate sometimes it can be a bit um challenging because they slow me down at times mm -hmm. but just the fact that they are interested in what i do makes me feel like i'm setting an example for mm -hmm. them because when i was five years old I wanted to be a princess, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But to hear my five-year-old say that she wants to be a baker like her mommy or she wants her own business, you know, she wants to have her own store, that makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Mm -hmm. Because um, when I was a child, I had, I wanted to be a mermaid. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a school teacher. Right. And um, as we can see, I went a completely different route. Mm -hmm. So just knowing that um, I can be, I can have my children say they look up to me versus something that they see on TV mm -hmm. makes me feel great. It makes me feel wonderful. And, I mean, it goes back to, you know, the, the point of this podcast is just normalizing owning the business because, you know, they learn young that mommy is her own boss, in a sense. Um, and it's possible. It's like a job might not even be an option for them just because all they've seen from you is basically you own the business. Yes. Um, so that's big. That's kudos to you for that. Thank you. Um, What's your favorite thing to make? If you had to choose that one, that one thing, what what is your favorite thing to create? Hmm. Flavor or as far as just whatever, whatever you, whatever you like to create, like what, that one thing that you like to. I like. I like making three dimensional cakes. So really? cakes that look like actual. Real life things. Mm -hmm. I've made cakes that look like stack of pancakes, a shoe, a body, mm -hmm. you know, uh, things like that. Um, and it's just because I get to challenge myself. Right. But I also do love to make anything red velvet because that's my favorite flavor. <sighs> that's, of cake. The best flavor. that's the best flavor. It is. <laughs> so um, anything with red velvet or chocolate, I love, love, love. Mm -hmm. um, but just anything new. When mm -hmm. someone comes to me with something I've never done before, I feel really, really inspired. Mm -hmm. Because I get to push the envelope a little bit and I get to extend my portfolio. Mm -hmm. I've made so many of the same cake twice. Um, because, you know, a lot of people, if they don't see it, they don't believe it. They right. don't think you can right. deliver. So um, I have a lot of people that always, hey, I saw this on your page. I want the same exact right. Um And don't get me wrong. I don't mind because, hey, you know you can easier do said than done. Mm -hmm. I can do it. Mm -hmm. um, but also the people that have me step out of the box and ask me for the most outrageous things, I love those too. Mm -hmm. Because it gives me a chance to push myself right. and get me out of my comfort zone. Because, I mean, as good as I would like to think I am or others may think I am, there's always room for growth and improvement. Mm -hmm. So I'm never going to be to a point where I feel like, hey, I'm too good for that. I don't do that. You know, um, I'm too big for that. Mm -hmm. Or that's not good enough for me. Um, every day is a learning experience. Some of the things that I can do with my eyes closed, there, there are some days where they take longer than yeah. usual. Um, it just depends on 
the attitude you have in the atmosphere, you mm-hmm. know, um, when my kids are running around the house crazy, sometimes <laughs> it takes me a little while to, you know, get in my zone. Mm-hmm. But um, anything that I get asked to do, I appreciate it and I take it on. I give 100% because my name's on it. Right. So I, I'll just put it like that. Um, whenever someone asks, I just make sure to deliver. Um, and also to keep in mind, um, I also base my designs kind of off of the clientele. Mm-hmm. Um Say you want a certain cake with a character on it. You know, I might ask, well, what's your favorite color? Right. You know, you know, give me an invitation. Like, what do you like? Some people give me creative control, which also helps a lot because I can come up with my original designs. Mm-hmm. I don't too much like to um, reincarnate or copy anyone because I'm an artist. I right. consider myself a cake artist. So um, being able to have creative control helps me be able to create a new trend or a right. new style. That might inspire someone else. So um, I really don't discriminate. I love everything that I make. Um, But I also love when people give me new ideas or give me creative control. That's dope. Uh Uh-huh. I'll switch sides on you. Why you ain't go to the site yet? TooStubbornToFail.com That's TooStubbornToFail.com Go check it out. So... What are some of the things that you would say you would have no idea about? Um, you just learned. You had to learn through experience, basically. Through trial and error. Yeah, trial and error. <laughs> um, a little bit of everything because, uh, like I said, my dad he bakes. He's been baking since he was a kid. So um, I did a lot of watching, but not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't want to do anything. Just I wanted to have my own right, identity. Right. So. Um, a lot of burning of cakes, mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of failure. I, my first cake I delivered, I got maybe two minutes from the home that I was delivering a birthday mm-hmm. cake to, and the cake completely collapsed. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> a lot, yeah. A lot of, um, a lot of disappointment in having to get myself, um, dust myself off and get back up yeah. again and keep going. Um, I've had moments where I've just, cried and I don't want to do this anymore but (laughs) I realized um no one starts out being good or the best you have to work towards it so I've had a lot of um I I used to um make cakes very uh very last minute you Mm -hmm. know uh just rookie mistakes making cakes last minute um not learning to take the time to put attention to detail Mm -hmm. and you know structuring delivering packaging you know everyone eats with their eyes so presentation is everything if it don't look good i'm not touching it (laughs) so um just through trial and error everything that i've went through in these past six years have helped me progress to be what i say is one of the best in town you know um i still feel like i'm not perfect but I bring something to the table that is completely different from everyone else. So I do want to pride myself on that. And it just took a lot of falling down, getting back up again, saying I'm going to quit. But every time I say I'm going to quit, mm-hmm. I find myself in the kitchen, you know. Um, and that's why I realized this is what I love. This is my thing right. um, that no one can take away from me. And it doesn't matter if I ever do go back to a nine to five or choose another avenue mm-hmm. for business. I always had, this is always going to be me and this is always going to, you know, resonate with me. This changed my life Mm -hmm. and my family's life. So, um, 
just knowing that I have this under my belt, if I never want to bake another cake again, I know that I can. And I know that I do a great job. So it sounds like it's definitely a passion for you. Um, what would you, for, for those who are having issues finding out like what their passion is to be able to turn it into a business, did you have any, any tips for them? Anybody who, they, they just don't know. Like, how did, how do you find, how did you find your passion? I mean, you, you already explained that, but what tips would you have for somebody <clears throat> who's looking to, you know, find their passion? If it's something that you have in your heart and on your mind <laughs> that doesn't really go away, you know, mm -hmm. um, sad to say, even sometimes in my sleep, I'm thinking of ideas. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking about cake. Um, if you have something that you just cannot get off of your mind, whether it be something that you might not think that people are into, you can brand it, you know, um, a podcast, mm -hmm. you're brand, you're branding your name. But you're not servicing anyone. You still you're not selling anything. Right, you're not right. trying to you're not even trying to sell yourself. You're just trying mm -hmm. to reach the people. Right. Um, if it's something that you cannot go without thinking about, that just is you know, that God puts on your heart and on your mind, just start doing your research. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, there might not be a lot of people that can give you advice or would like to give you advice because most people try to, you know. I like to give gems to people because right. I wish that there was someone to help me when I first Most started definitely. out <laughs> that could prevent some of the trial and error that I went through. But um, do your research. Don't stop dreaming. Take the time and do the work because if it's something that you're really passionate about, it will come into fruition, whether it be a business, whether it be a podcast, whether it just be something that you're passionate about that you want everyone to know. Um, there's ways to go about it and you just have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone and do things that you wouldn't usually do to get to places that you've never been. That, another, that's another, bar. <laughs> another bar. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rough because you have a lot of people that, um, they're so caught up in what they see going on around them mm -hmm. that it blurs their, their vision for mm -hmm. what they have for themselves. And it's, you know, you have to just have a um, tunnel vision. Um, believing in what you believe in, whether no one else does. Sometimes we have to keep our ideas and our greatness to ourselves because mm -hmm. um, everyone's not going to understand, right. and it's not for them to understand. Um, just do your research. Try. If you fail, how will you ever get any better mm -hmm. if you don't? That's how I feel like you progress is by having those failures to learn from your mistakes and do better the next time. Um. It doesn't matter how long it takes you. Nothing's impossible to me. Hmm. Man. So I would say, um, through just listening to this interview, um, that there was definitely a mindset a mindset shift from when you first started to now. Could you speak to like the difference between like where you were mentally then as opposed to where you are now? Mentally, hmm. when I first started out, I would say um, I posted my daughter's cake on Facebook and her birthday cake that she asked me to make and got so many, you know, shares and likes and comments. And I was like, Ooh, I can make some money. Mm -hmm. When I first started out, it was for financial. Right. And that's where I was like, that's where I went wrong. I was mm -hmm. completely wrong. I was trying to be cheap mm -hmm. to profit more. I was trying to, uh, you know, do things the simplest way I can. Mm -hmm. 
And um, my attitude now is when you put in the work and you invest in yourself, mm. invest in your business, it will come back 10 times. So um, my mindset now is providing an upscale experience and getting upscale clientele. Right. I serve anyone, but um, I had a more immature, let's get to this money mindset mm. versus actually having a brand, being successful. Yeah, you can make someone a cake, but are they going to come back for another one? Mm. Do they consider you, uh, oh, someone that just made me a cake versus a business? Right. Um, so I had to separate my mind from my feelings because I was just like, well, I want, I want, I want. I felt like I deserved a lot, but I wasn't there yet. <laughs> um, and now I feel like everything is hand in hand. Um, everything comes to me because I put in the work. I put in the effort. I invest the money. I invest the time. Right. So everything's equally yoked at first. I was just more about the receiving versus giving. Mm -hmm. And this business is a labor of love. Um, sometimes I do, a lot of times I put out more than I get in. Mm -hmm. But that's just a part of the process, right. you know. Um, you know, you're always gonna have some times where you give more than you receive, and being an entrepreneur, that's just a part of the game. You just gotta learn to love it and live with it. Keep going. Man, you've been dropping so many gems. Um, but before we get out of here, I always like to ask everybody, what is your two step in the field moment? Basically, a moment where you had to overcome adversity. My too stubborn to fail moment, I would have to say, was when um, I was working and I knew that it was time for me to leave. And I had I had this grand plan of how I was going to go out. I had a timeline mapped out. I was saving my money. Um, but it took for me to say, there's never going to be a right time. Mm -hmm. The closer it was getting to that date that I had set to put in my two weeks notice and be a full-time entrepreneur, I had all these different things pop up. Mm -hmm. I had filed my taxes. My taxes were delayed. Mm -hmm. um, I had my car. I had plans to pay off my car. I had something happen with that. So I had all these delays, and it took for me to say, you know what? It ain't never going to be the perfect time. Mm. You've got to boss up. Yeah. Do what's on your heart. Talk to God about it. Make sure that you have your mind right. Because it doesn't matter if you did do everything in the timeline that you had, you know, that you had made for yourself. If your mind's not in the right place, it ain't going to work. <laughs> so um, I had a decision to make between me being able to meet my husband halfway and have my stability on the line because I depended on that job. And I had to tell myself, I depended on my job to help out around the house. But I was starting to have clientele come to my job, not to do business with the company I worked with, yeah. but to do business with me. Mm -hmm. So I had to tell mm -hmm. myself, you know, you have what it takes. You have to stop being afraid. Right. Um, it took for me just running away from all my fears and just leaving. I didn't leave on bad terms. I didn't want I didn't want anyone to feel any type of way. I just knew like you got to because if not 
You're going to keep pushing off. You're going to mm-hmm. keep extending your timeline. There's never going to be a right time. Just make sure that you put in the work. Mm-hmm. Have faith in God. Pray about it. And everything will come when the time is right. But I knew that I had to. I knew it was time for me to take a step. But I'm the type of person. I don't make any moves. I try not to make any moves without having the next already set in place. Right. So that was very difficult for me. Um, it was very scared. A scary time for me because I had to have faith in myself and just remind myself that I already had faith in God and he wouldn't put this on my heart for nothing. Right. So um, being that's that was just very scary for me. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> um, going from having a set pay every two weeks and then having my extra money on the side yes. and just having one income, it scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. But by God's grace and having a great husband that supports me, I ain't missing no meals. <laughs> um, I'm doing just as good as I was doing with my job, with my nine to five. So um, I salute everyone that does go in and clock in and clock out, do their time um, on their job, but also for those that are willing or wanting to, you know, take that next step. You know, there might not ever be a right time. Sometimes you just got to do it and make sure that you're ready. You know, just make sure that you, you're willing to put in that work because I have, I'll put like this, I had more time off when I did work mm-hmm. for someone else versus now. Um, when you're an entrepreneur, you're working around the clock. There really ain't no stop time. Mm-hmm. So I will say that if you're willing to take that, that leap or that next step, to um to push your business to the next level, just be willing to have late nights, early mornings, um, no days off. And sometimes, you know, my business kind of my business time kind of leaks into my personal time. So um I wouldn't really call it a con. It's just learning how to balance it and know when to put that phone down, know how to set boundaries and realize that you have a life outside of your business. Your business is your baby, but if you can't, you cannot feed from an empty stomach. Right. You cannot pour from an empty cup. That's true. So um, that's something that I'm learning every day. But the moment that made me too stubborn to fail was when I quit my job that was very much secured mm-hmm. in a you know in a good business um, to say, "Hey, I'm just gonna make cakes," and everyone was looking at me like. What else are you going to do? And I'm right. like, I'm going to make cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and since April 2021, I've done nothing but make cakes. And I'm blessed and I'm grateful and I'm glad that I made that decision. Um, and I just pray that God keeps blessing me in my business. That was awesome. You dropped so many gems. I can't wait to go back and actually take in the information. Um, but before we get out of here, uh, how can we find you? I am on Facebook. Um, I have my business page, which is Top Tier Custom Cakes. We are also on Instagram under Top Tier Custom Cakes. And I have my website, www.toptiercustomcakes.net. You can reach me there. You can see my portfolio. You can inquire about an order. We now offer gift cards. We offer cake classes. So um, definitely the website is the go-to place. But I do have Instagram and Facebook for my business. There you have it, folks. This has been another dope podcast. 
episode number seven to be exact. We had the quick the Kate Queen in the building today, Charlene Simpson. We checking out.